Fish B on the bass. I love you, Fish B. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the Fishbowl. Glad you're here. 15 minutes or less, Monday through Thursday. You know, I'm glad Fish B couldn't find the keys to the trophy case because I can guarantee that this podcast won't belong anywhere near a trophy case. I can't imagine this will be in the upper echelon of anything we've done. I don't think it'll be in the middle. I think this will probably be one of the worst, if not the worst podcast we've ever done. In fact, if I were you, and I know it's only 15 minutes, and I know like you're on a break and like you're at a place in your day where you have 15 minutes to kill, I'm not sure this is the most effective use of that time. Really, I'm not. I'm trying real hard. I'm doing my best. My goal is real simple every day. Have as much fun as possible. Relax, have fun, be yourself, and let the chips fall where they may. You know, do your best. Have as much fun as possible. Do your best. Don't put, don't put too much pressure on yourself. You're good enough, goddammit, Roberta. That's what I say to myself my positive voice, just the way I am. I don't feel that way today. I really don't. I feel like I have something quasi-important to say what's going on with with Brittany Griner trapped in Russia. But I'm not sure I'm going to be able to articulate this, so so forgive me if I, when I try to say something here, if it just turns into... Like, that would probably be a more intellectual and thought-provoking breakdown of what I think is happening here. Instead of using actual words that people understand, I could just use some kind of syncopated bullshit that is borderline annoying, and that would probably be a more effective use of the time we have together. So, Brittany Griner, Wouldn't it be great if a world-famous producer <laughs> took that and, you know, turned it into the next Jay-Z anthem? All right, I'll... I'll try to say what I want to say about Brittany Griner. Because it's being reported as extremely positive news that the U.S. has offered up this international arms dealer who, you know, if you want to be an international arms dealer, why not be the best? And apparently this guy was, you know, arguably, he's in the barbershop conversation of who's the greatest international arms dealer of all time. He'd sell it to anybody to give a shit. But we got got him, him here in the States. And the U.S. State Department, uh, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, announced that uh, an offer has been made uh, to Putin for this merchant of death for Brittany Griner and Anna Marine, who's been there for a lot longer, a retired Marine, a guy named Paul Whelan. To me... The only reason you announce that you've made an offer 
is because that offer's been dismissed. If that offer's dangerously close to a deal, you hold off until you have a deal so you can announce the fact that you have a fucking deal. The reason that you announce that you've made the offer, and this is the offer that's been speculate, speculated, excuse me, my balls hurt, uh, in the media for, for, for weeks and months now, that let's trade this guy, the merchant of death, and get Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan back. When you announce just that an offer is being made, seems like there's no deal. Which makes me really, really worried for Brittany Griner and the, you know, Paul Whelan's been over there for years now. I don't think Putin's going to budge. And I hope history proves me wrong. I hope by the time that you hear this podcast that, that, that this point is completely moot because Russia took it. A deal has been made. But it seems wrong to me. I think the only reason they came out and announced that they've made the offer, or not the only reason, uh, it's because they're not close to a deal, and it's because Biden wants to give the impression that he's doing every single thing he can. But the reality is there may be nothing Biden can do about this. And just the joy that Vladimir Putin is feeling by making Biden squirm and seem weak and incapable of accomplishing anything, only furthering these brands that are perpetuated every single day on Fox News and even sometimes by me. I think that's where Putin likes it. I don't think Putin really gives a shit about getting back the merchant of death. I mean, there's, there's plenty of arms dealers that are rising the ranks in Russia. And, and one day they'll be in the barbershop conversation for who is the GOAT, who is the greatest international arms dealer of all time. But the Biden folks had to announce it to make it seem like, or not make it seem like, like they're doing everything they can, but they can't get it done. I fear this is bad news and not good news. I really, really hope it's good news. But I'm concerned. You make Biden seem as weak as possible. And if Trump becomes president again, how much more military aid do you think the United States is going to send to Ukraine? How much more? I would guess that number zero. We shall see. In other red-hot political news, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm sitting around the table of The View only, only everybody left. Like, like I broke in 
It's just me. And security could be here in like, you know, less than, I only have 15 minutes. Security could be here. Or I could die or something. But it was also announced for the second straight quarter, uh, the U.S. economy shrank. And I'm 46 years old. I've been following politics for a long time, been through a few recessions. And in my entire life, the definition of a recession that everyone went off was an economy that contracted for two quarters in a row. So we're in a recession, right? Not if you ask the Biden people. They're saying, oh, well, the definition of recession is much more complex. I'll never make those sounds again on another podcast ever, I promise. But I, now I just feel like I got to get my money's worth, right? Like, if, if I'm going to just start going, you know, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the, I'll take the extra large popcorn for, uh, for the extra 30 cents at the movie theater. But of course, you know, with Biden being so weak, and no one wants him to run again. Can't admit that we're in a recession, even though, we're, you know, they're trying to change the, change the definition of it. And this is the most insane, most infuriating thing about politics when we've gotten into this recently. The old, if the shoe was on the other foot test. And if Trump was in the White House and the economy shrank for two quarters in a row, I'm pretty fucking sure that every single goddamn motherfucking Democrat in the entire planet would be calling it a recession. But it's not a recession when the Democrats are in charge and the economy shrinks two quarters in a row. Okay, all right. Have fun, politicians. This is, this is real inspiring, you know. And I know all politicians lie, and, and, and I know that's the expectation. They're fucking liars. That's their deal. They lie with a straight face all the time. It, it's part of the job, I guess. And maybe I want to live in some magical world of unicorns and real pots of gold associated with these serial lucky charms. Maybe I want to live at that place. Where when you're walking around, you got to watch out for Smurfs because they're only three apples tall. Maybe I want to live in this utopia. Where you can have sex with the most beautiful people you know just by walking up to strangers and going, God, so bad. I'm so horrible today. God. But when is a recession not a recession? In a post-truth world, all you have to do is tell people, well, actually, the definition of a recession is da-da-da. Forget what we've always thought it was. It's something different now. Okay, that's great. Just great. One last point, and if you can hear the sweet sound of a train rumbling outside, drink. We're the only podcast with a drinking game. Probably not. A lot of people are interpreting the uh, Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland. 
He's come out multiple times. Did an interview with Lester Holt. He reiterated the same thing. Said something earlier in the week. That no one is above the law. No, and we've interpreted, interpreted this. Well, if he can charge Trump with a crime, he's going to charge Trump with a crime. Now, I don't think this thing is going to get all the way to Trump. I, I think, you know, Rudy Giuliani may be charged with a crime, or Steve Bannon already has been and could be, could be charged with more crimes. I don't really know. You may gather this, but I don't work at the Justice Department. But when I hear Merrick Garland saying no one is above the law, I kind of hear this a different way, too. I think for everyone in the Trump circle that gets indicted, I think there's going to be a a Hunter Biden indictment to really prove that no one is above the law. Maybe even Grandpa Joe's brother. What's his name? Is his name Bruce? Uh, Is it Bruce Biden? If not, that should be a... uh, Sounds like a name of uh, one of those wrestlers that's just in the ring to lose. King Kong Bundy versus Bruce Biden. So we'll see. And I don't want to say anything else today. I really don't. Other than... Sounds like the ghost of Gilbert Godfrey had a baby with a cartoon chicken <laughs> who was recently abducted by an alien and hasn't quite readjusted yet. So if that happened, so so I got to rework this. Hold on now. Hold on, no, 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 let me deconstruct this. So I can't wait to go to a comedy club near me, get on stage and go, you want to hear my impression of, a, of the ghost of Gilbert Godfrey, who had a baby with a chicken, a cartoon chicken who was abducted by aliens, who hasn't quite readjusted to being back on Earth yet? Say adios, Fishby. <laughs>